and welcome back to Educate, the alternative classroom experience brought to you by Katie Conn from her London bedroom. So hello everyone. I hope we're all fine and dandy. I've got to say in advance, this week I'm not recording from underneath a duvet for sound quality purposes because it's it's well hot outside, it's very hot, and I don't think I can compromise the quality of the content for some very sweaty vibes. So there we go, folks. You won't have this gal sweating and perspiring all over you. I've wanted to say this phrase for quite a long time, but this week we're doing a special on Basic Pitch Radio. Radio Basic. That's right, folks. This week, I'm going to be talking to you all about the rise of the basic pitch, the histories of where the term comes from, and just basically interrogate it. What does it mean to be basic? Do we have agency over our own basic activities? And is it actually something that we as women or however you identify, is being a basic bitch something to be ashamed of? Now, I have actually got to admit this. I personally identify very strongly with the phrase basic bitch on a personal, perhaps spiritual level, who perhaps knows. But I'm always finding that in life, if there's a conversation and I sort of go, gosh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a basic bitch, to be honest, when it comes to that. I'm sometimes, you know, met with a sneaky raised eyebrow from the person who I'm chatting with, sort of a look of, oh, you shouldn't really be calling yourself that. And I just sort of, I'm quite quick to defend the term. And I don't really know why. I was, I've been thinking about doing this episode for quite a long time. And I was thinking, should I really be identifying with this term so strongly? I don't even know where the origins come from. And is it something that's appropriate to identify with? I mean, I've definitely identified with it in the workplace. So Without further ado, let's commence with Radio Basic. So, let's start at the beginning. Because I've heard that it's a very good place to start. I can't even remember. I think that's from The Sound of Music, isn't it? Right, back on track, Katie. Right, basic definitions. So, from a quick Google, basic bitch, what comes up is... So, one of the top definitions in slang... Basic characterizes someone or something as unoriginal, unexceptional, and mainstream. A basic girl, or basic bitch, as she's often insulted, is said to be somebody that likes pumpkin spice lattes, Ugg boots, and taking lots of selfies, for instance. Now, let's be real, pumpkin spice lattes are delicious. Now, Ugg boots even though they do give you feet problems because there isn't a lot of support there, gals. They are actually very comfortable and selfies, you know, there's a front facing camera these days and that is just the way in which the world works. Selfies are a vibe and I just will not have anyone argue against me on that. I'm already defending the basic bitch. Urban Dictionary says, someone who is unflinchingly upholding of the status quo and stereotypes of their gender without even realising it. She engages in typical, unoriginal behaviours, modes of dress, speech and likes. She is tragically slash laughably unaware of her utter lack of specialness and intrigue. She believes herself to be unique, fly, amazing and a complete catch, when really she is boring, painfully normal and par. She believes her experiences to be crazy, wild and different or somehow more special than everything that anybody else is doing, when really... 
Almost everyone is doing or has done the exact same thing. Wowzers. Uh, Urban Dictionary, not going to lie, feeling slightly attacked, slightly attacked, no big deal. We'll move past it because you do help me at the best of times where I feel like a grandmother that doesn't understand what the youth of today are saying. So fine, you have added your definition there, but I'm not sure that I'm into it. But okay, so what you're essentially saying is living the basic bitch life is essentially living a life that a lot of other people might be doing as well. So that makes me think, you know, if we're putting it in the context of lockdown, you know, a lot of people have been taking aesthetically pleasing pictures of their breakfasts, maybe even posting about their third banana bread loaf that they've now specialised. And maybe they're going to now start making a banana bread website. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking. But I think... There is a lot that unites us in terms of trends on social media and little things that we all want to do. For example, I would argue that the rise of TikTok and copying a very mainstream dance trend, I would argue that that definitely feeds into the current basic bitch that lives and breathes and exists in online spaces. So we should look into that further and save that in the old brain. But let's now look at what Wikipedia is saying, because You know, sometimes Wikipedia, even though it can be edited and sometimes very questionable, I mean, you couldn't really use it at school as a source because of that, but it does sometimes give you a little bit of insight into the histories of terms. So, basic bitch or simply basic also known as airhead, is a slang term in American popular culture used pejoratively to describe women who are perceived to prefer mainstream products, trends, and or music. Airhead dates back to the late 1980s as a derogatory term for a stupid or unaware person, usually female. Classic, obviously. Basic bitch originated in hip-hop culture and rose in popularity through rap music, songs, blogs, and videos from 2011 to 2014. Okay, that's interesting. So, their male counterparts are usually termed bros, chads, or urban preps. Similar labels to basic bitch or airhead in other English countries include contemporary British Essex girls and Sloan Rangers, Irish D4s, and Australian Hool girls, known for their love of shopping for designer gear and uploading videos of their purchases on YouTube. Okay, so I'm kind of imagining this now as like, you know, the gal that will be on YouTube doing like the Gymshark haul or maybe even the Pretty Little Thing haul and trying them on and, you know, just talking about that sort of stuff. So it's not necessarily like designer gear, but I can kind of see that that is how the term kind of looks in 2020. Let's interrogate this even more. So before the 1980s, airhead was generally American slang for ditzy, clumsy, or stupid person with the rise of the valley girl. The valley girl, oh my God. And preppy subculture, however, the term was applied to cheerleaders and novo rich or middle-class hangers-on who imitated the up-talk speech and clothing of the upper-class popular girls. These airheads, material girls or gold diggers were stereotypically viewed by their classmates as unintelligent, gossipy, bimbets, Oh, what a word, bimbets, who were interested solely in spreading rumours about their rivals and entering relationships with the wealthy jocks. Hmm. Okay, that makes me sad because that makes me think that this is a stereotype that is perhaps perpetuated by the patriarchy in order to make women uh, rival against each other, which is definitely something that is fed into us through popular culture that we've seen in films, you know, the classic bitchy vibe. 
And that just makes me sad, but okay. So I feel like this is perhaps a label that has definitely been put on women from the male gaze, I am going to say. So now let's look at the 1990s and 2000s. During the late 1990s and early 2000s, Airheads began to be regarded as a distinct middle-class subculture in many suburban American high schools, although appearance-wise they initially differed little from the traditionalist upper-class preps. At the time, many wealthy white jocks and younger preppies had begun imitating urban fashion trends, eschewing the semi-formal conservative look of the 1980s and 1990s in favour of gold bling, expensive designer clothes, sneakers, dark jeans and sweatpants. Rich girls who dressed this way were known as queen bees and their followers were known as plastics or airheads. Okay, let's just think the plastics in Mean Girls, that sort of vibe I'm thinking. Members of this clique believed their designer clothing as a manifestation of conspicuous consumption was key to being popular. Hmm, okay, so we're kind of thinking that it was kind of girls were trying to look a certain way and kind of appear, you know, well-to-do in order to attract the right mate. That's what I'm going to take from that. But I think there are lots of different readings that you can look to. I think it's also really important just to quickly note that, you know, this does seem like quite a white privileged position to kind of set these, uh, I don't want to say standards of the basic bitch, but essentially I think that this is kind of draped in whiteness and privilege. And I think that this needs to be acknowledged in the context of kind of how the term has evolved over the years. So now let's move on to the 2010s. So the term basic bitch was coined in 2009 by comedian Lil Duval. Over the next two years, it appeared in several American rap songs. In the songs Hard in the Paint by Tiger and I'm Not a Human Being by Lil Wayne, the singers insist that they are not basic bitches, while in the song Basic Bitch by The Game, the singer warns others to avoid basic bitches because they are fake. Interesting. In 2011, rapper Cray Sean debuted her song Gucci Gucci, which included the chorus Gucci Gucci, Louie Louie, Fendi Fendi, Prada. Basic bitches wear that shit so I don't even bother. Ooh. She don't even think I know that song, but it sounds kind of fun. In 2014, College Humor released a parody video of a wife being diagnosed by a doctor as a basic bitch to the horror of her husband. Okay, so we're now seeing the term. So that's interesting. And 2009 was the official coining. And it also says as well, basic as the pejorative social identifier we know it is to be today, originally came from African-American vernacular English to describe an unsophisticated woman. But in its mainstream and predominantly white iteration, the phenomenon of the basic bitch is largely a ridiculing of women with unironic tastes in mainstream popular culture, as exemplified by College Humor's satirical video, How to Tell If You're a Basic Bitch. According to Google Trends, the term reached peak popularity in April 2014, shortly after the videos released. Interesting. Okay. So 2014, that is like, you know, peak rise of the basic bitch and she's living her best life on the interweb. We're now seeing basic fashion trends emerge as badges of honor, according to Napoli, as evidenced in the VSCO girl with Gen Z, owning and playing into the irony of it all. But this new iteration of basicness maintains the higher price points of its millennial predecessor. 
Cancun backpacks and Birkenstock sandals don't come cheap. In this context, being basic is aspirational, offering clout and belonging, but only if you can afford it. So I think the reading that I'm going to take from that in general is that capitalism and the rise of the term basic bitch are basically inextricably linked. I think that being a basic bitch essentially is something that is, it can only be caused and maintained because of the idea of having aspirational desires in order to kind of look and appear a certain way in order to kind of stick to trends. And I think that, you know, when we think about social media and the way in which we curate images of perfection, we're often showing, you know, the, I mean, I'm personally not, but you know, we're often seeing images of, you know, the Gucci or the Chanel handbag with, you know, the gorgeous kind of, um, backgrounds and aesthetically pleasing homes. And you're constantly seeing those sorts of images that really are, (laughs) I guess, basic, if we're going to actually say that. Um, But we're often seeing sort of indications of wealth in images like we see on Instagram. So I think perhaps even since these articles that are kind of been written in about 2014, I think in the last six years, there's been, there's been, you know, a third wave of the evolution of the term basic because basic now is certainly, um, massively informed by the trends in which we are seeing constantly online. Um, so I think, you know, even in lockdown where we see, you know, the rise of quite literally the baking rise of banana breads and, you know, things that are quite wholesome, things that look visually pleasing. I know that that's not in the context of kind of the Gucci vibes, but there is this real sense of kind of the trends that we see people adopting online, you know, they are basic. They simply are basic. And I think capitalism, (laughs) wow, this is such a deep reading. I wasn't even expecting this to come out of my mouth, but capitalism essentially causes the rise of the basic bitch and the evolution of it. So wow's a Rooney. So kind of looking into a further deep dive of this, um, Daisy Buchanan, um, did an article where she essentially says, my name's Daisy. I'm a basic bitch. I once led a catastrophically unsuccessful campaign to make pumpkin spice lattes available all year round. Last New Year's Eve, I wore a leather peplum and sweated so hard that I squeaked. One winter, I wore Ugg boots every time I went outside until the pharmacist at Boots mentioned she was worried about the amount of canistin I had been buying. My most common medical complaint is severe burns thanks to my scented candle habit. My second most frequent injury is wrist pain, which I get from clapping too hard during the title sequence when watching repeats of Friends. Interesting. Okay, so... We've got Daisy just loving identifying with the term. And then so it basically goes on to say, as a feminist, I find the concept of the basic bitch problematic. We're still working out whether bitch itself is pejorative, sexist, or even a proper swear word. Beyonce and Britney have both tried to reclaim it as a positive expression. But if you are using it, um, like Crayanshaw, your message is loud and clear. If you like commercially feminine things, you're a loser. If you don't share the same interests as basic bitches, you are not like all the other girls. They're normal. You're special. If they were a character from Lena Dunham's Voice of a Generation TV show girls, they would be Shoshana. You're Jessica. In fact, 
your girls to their sex in the city. Dismissing all cultural feminine signifiers might look like a feminist act, but it's rude. We shouldn't make assumptions about a woman's interests and habits based on her gender. You know what it means to call someone basic, right? You're basic if you pride yourself on possessions or preferences that you consider to be cool or aspirational, but which are in fact a commonplace or obvious. Being basic is liking what is typical to like. I think a basic bitch these days doesn't actually have agency over their own basicness. And I say this because we exist on Instagram in a world where we are, you know, constantly receiving targeted ads. So essentially we are being, we're being sort of targeted for all of these sorts of things. So I was talking to two of my girlfriends and we realized that we were all being targeted the same uh, kind of rip off Gymshark items of, I don't know, gym wear. And I think they're called AYBL. And, you know, on Instagram, they have essentially worked out by looking at your pictures or, you know, the things that you look at, um, the topics that you're interested in. They've essentially got that data that then informs what ads you receive. So you're then living in an echo chamber of your own basicness. And it's just actually mind blowing. It is really mind blowing. But I think, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, if you're f being fed more of the same thing uh, and that thing sells, e.g. the flamingo, you know, blow up thing that, that sits in a pool and it looks very good on the gram or, you know, the really nice, uh, I don't know, pretty little thing outfit or something like that. I think we're, we don't really have agency over these choices anymore. So if being targeted by ads, being indoctrinated by them, which are already offering the basic, you know, items in life and, you know, you accidentally buy one because you've seen it too much and you, you now think that you need to do it or buy it or whatever. I think, you know what, if you are going to be a basic bitch, let it live because unfortunately... That is the curated space that currently exists on our social feeds. And I don't really know how you can go against that tide. Um, <laughs> so if any of you can go against it, let me know. But in the meantime, I will exist in a basic bitch sphere. I will be having cocktails with the gals. I will be putting on a little fun dress. And I will be having a picture of me in that dress being taken in my rented accommodation. And if that makes me basic, and if wanting rose gold items of material things, shallow as it sounds, makes me a basic bitch, then unfortunately, you know, you are what you are. Now I know that it's sort of associated with patriarchal uh, vibes of maybe teeing women up against each other, reinforcing those gendered stereotypes that women are bitchy and are only existing to kind of maybe attract a male by looking aspirational and wealthy or whatever it is. But you know what? Let's reclaim the bloody term. Gals, guys, whoever you are, let's just reclaim it because I think the basic bitch is here to stay and She's going to be tweeting all about that cheeky Chinese that she's having on a Friday because she's had one or two many Bellinis with the gals. And that's just the way it is. I think it's really important to recognize, though, that the term basic bitch has essentially been informed by material things that are often associated with maybe perhaps wealth. So I think it's definitely something to understand that basic bitch is like totally interlinked with privilege. 
And that is not a position that is shared with a lot of people around the globe. So make sure that you're really mindful of that. And also remember that, again, we can all joke about being a basic bitch. It's something that brings me joy. But I think remember that you are not... uh, you are not just defined by the material items that give you temporary satisfaction. At the end of the day, women are multifaceted, very interesting, differing people. You know, no woman is the same. And I think we can all be unified in enjoying certain things that bring us all unique joy, even though it's shared joy. And just remember that you are not defined by the materialistic things in your life. I hope you enjoyed the episode and make sure you rate, review and subscribe to Educate so you don't miss any of these episodes. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks so much and have a lovely week. And do let me know, you know, if you enjoyed it. And in honour of this episode, do feel free to do something basic today. Maybe put a face mask on, watch the reruns of Gossip Girl, maybe even do a deep dive back to the, you know, the first couple of series of The Kardashians. Who knows? But let me tell you, you are united in your basicness with many, many, many women 